As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, it is a beautiful day outside. We've had snow all day long. However, last night it did it did accumulate a little bit, but it's all melted away on the hard surfaces for the most part. Uh, I am going to go out and check a few here after I'm done recording this podcast, but by by and large, the hard services, the paved services, they're melted off. So that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I could use the money, I guess, but I don't bank on, on snow removal. So it's not that big of a deal, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm happy about that. So anyway, today guys, I want to talk a little bit about removing the friction in your business or in your life if you want to. Uh, I've been reading this book called Atomic Habits. Uh, I don't remember the author's name. I should remember it, but I don't. Um, but go check it out. It's a great book. Um, I'm all I'm about halfway through it or so, and he just I just read the chapter on on friction and removing the friction in your life because it's it's more a book about life, but uh, in general, in your business, these principles apply. So there's so many things in our business that can create friction. We have, we call them, oh, what do we call them? We call them roadblocks or we call them different things, bottlenecks, things like that. And so over the years, I have tried to reduce the friction in my business. As a solo operator, I have learned over the years that I have to do a few things on the back end, usually in the business end, to remove friction from the business. And the first thing that I did to remove friction from the business was I got a CRM, which was Yardbook. That put all my customers' information in one place so that I can find it. So that has my routing, that has all the customer's information, contact information, what they want done on their yard, it has their schedule, everything. And so that helps a lot to reduce friction. So if you're in business, if you're in the lawn care business and you're still using pen or paper or you're still using an Excel spreadsheet to keep track of your customer's information, that is a step in the right direction. But you got to realize there's so much better things out there today that can help you manage your clients and reduce that friction so that at the end of the month, you're not sitting there, man, I'm just burned out. I do not want to send out invoices. 
I don't want to sit here and type up all these invoices and get them out to the clients. I'm just so tired. It, the CRM can remove most of that. That's something that I did this year in my business to remove some of that friction, some of that pain in my business. So you guys know, you heard the ad at the beginning of the podcast. I have a 12-month contract that I use. Now, not everyone is on this contract, so it's only removed part of the friction in my business. Eventually, I want to move everyone to the 12-month contract. However, right now, it's nice because about uh, I'd say a little less than half of my clients are on a 12-month contract. The rest are, are only paying in the summer. So that means they're paying a little bit more money in the summer. Because here in Michigan, we get about nine, maybe 10 months that we get to, to do work and bill out work for, for yard work, you know, cleanups and all that stuff, mowing, all of it. So what I do with the 12-month contract is I add all that stuff in, including snow removal, into their 12-month contract so they pay 12 months year-round. Well, when it comes to invoicing, for anyone that is not on the 12-month contract and they don't have a credit card on file, I bill them a month in advance. It's a way of protecting myself from getting ripped off. And so I have to go in and manually enter each day that I am going to mow on that invoice because I want the customer to see when I'm going to be there. I put what I'm going to do when I'm there, and I'm, which is usually lawn mowing or lawn care, and then I put the date, and then I put in the price. And this takes a long time. This used to take me about four hours to do on on a weekday or Saturday or whatever. And that was a pain point for me. I hated doing this. I still hate doing it because I still do it, but just not as much. With a 12-month contract, all I have to do is put in one light item and I have it preset in Yardbook. So I don't even have to go in and do anything. It, it automatically generates the invoice. All I have to do is either charge the card on file or send it out by email or print it off and mail it. I have a few of those left. So there's a lot less friction. It takes a lot less time to go in and print off an invoice and send it off or email it off. I don't have to put in a date. I don't have to do any of that. It just says the one line item says 12 month contract payment. And then, of course, they, they have an invoice date and they have a due date that's already on the invoice. I don't need to put that in. So that reduced a lot of friction for me this year by half of my clients getting on that 12-month contract. That reduced half my friction in the invoicing department. This is something you guys need to think about is where can you in your business, cut the friction. Maybe you've got it set up where everyone's on a card on file. That's great. But you still have to put their that, that stuff in the system. Like with Yardbook, you can you can uh, have your, your phone in your truck while you're doing your mowing route, and you can click finished or done or whatever on each property, and that will automatically add it to the invoice, but it doesn't add automatically a date. I don't believe. Maybe it does. I don't use that feature. I never have because I've always done prepay, and you can't do prepay and use that feature. So that's that's been a pain point for me. 
So now that I've cut half of that out, that makes me a little bit more happy. Now maybe I can get invoicing done in two hours instead of four hours on a weekend or on an, on an evening. That, that helps me want to do it. That's the thing. Like before I would put it off and sometimes I wouldn't get to the invoicing until like two days after the first of the month. Well, that's no good. I want to run a good, healthy, strategic business where I'm being on time with everything. That's not good. But I just pushed it off because there was too much friction in the system there for me to want to do it. It's the same thing if for watching TV. This is one of the examples that the author of the Atomic Habits book put out there was if you struggle with watching too much TV, implement a system to where every time you go and watch TV, you watch a show and you're done, unplug the TV. That small step after you're done watching TV will, will prevent you or make it harder for you to watch TV again and, and just waste time watching TV. And then he took it a step further. Well, maybe next time, if you're still struggling with it, because it only takes two seconds to plug in the TV, maybe the next time you unplug the TV and you take the batteries out of the remote. Now it takes about 10 seconds for you to, to get to get to watching TV. That's, that's friction in the system. That makes it harder for you to watch TV. That's the reverse of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to, to, to speed up our things to decrease friction. When you want to create positive habits in your life, you need to increase friction. That's what the Atomics book is kind of about, is, is you want to increase friction some places and decrease it in other places and, and for desired effects, right? And so that's what I want you guys to think about for your business. It could be anything. It could be checking the oil in your machines in the morning. What, what's causing the friction there? Maybe it's, well, maybe you're a solo operator like me, all right? Maybe it's that when you go out in the garage in the morning to, and to get going, you could check the oil, but you decide not to because you have to go back in the house, grab paper towels, come back out, then check the oil or run the machine and then turn it off and then check the oil. And then you got to, you know, fill it up or whatever. And then you got to take the paper towel out and throw it away. That's friction in the system. What if I got a roll of paper towels and made a little cart that was right by where I parked my trailer? I go out there in the morning. I get things going. This stuff is sitting right here. It's readily available. There's a trash can on the cart. There's the roll of, of, uh, of paper towels. And then I have two extra rolls there. That would eliminate a lot of friction for me checking the oil in my machines, which by the way, I really struggle with checking the oil in my machines. So, so that would be a good thing for me to do to reduce that friction in the mornings when I'm getting ready to go out and work. Another thing that has reduced friction in my business for me is that, and I did not like this at first. I thought it was horrible. I used to keep my, I used to take the equipment off my trailer and park it in the garage. And I used to park the trailer in the yard. 
I just figured that's what you do. And so I got a ticket from our city for parking my trailer in the yard. It was an eyesore or something, whatever. My property obviously isn't my property. Even though I pay money for my property, it's not my property because I can't do what I want on my property. See what I'm saying? That's that's a side sidebar. Anyway, so I got a ticket and they said, you got to you got to get your trailer off the lawn. Well, what am I supposed to do? I have a two-stall garage. I park my equipment in the garage. We have a camper that sits by the garage on a cement pad, so that's taken up. I could park this in the backyard, but that's a lot of work, driving back there every every day, unhooking that. It, it was just a miserable thing. This, this turned out to be a great thing for my business because it eliminated friction. What happened is I got that ticket and I got to thinking, well, I guess maybe I got to got to park the trailer in the garage. So now what I do is I had to move my blower rack. First of all, that's one of the reasons that I didn't back it into the garage is because the blower rack stuck out too far and I couldn't get my trailer in the garage. So what I did is I moved the, the blower rack to the front of the trailer. Now it's no longer impeding me getting in and out of the, of the garage. Yeah, it looks kind of funny. People kind of question, why is your blower rack on the front of your trailer? Well, it's because of this. It's like the, the ham in the, in the, the roaster, right? The, 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 the grandmother used to cut the ends off the ham. And the daughter comes, and, or the granddaughter comes and says, or their daughter, her, the granddaughter's daughter comes to her and says, why do you cut the ends off the ham? And she says, well, my grandmother did it. And, and then one day they go to the grandmother and they ask her, why do you cut the ends off the ham? And she says, because my roaster was too small. The grandmother was cutting out friction. All right. Because her roaster was too small. She had to cut the ends off. So actually she had some friction. The daughter was continuing the friction because that was just what they did. And it just me too. I was parking my trailer in the yard because I saw people online parking their equipment, taking their equipment off the trailer and parking it, parking it in the garage. When really all I had to do was move my blower rack, keep my equipment on the trailer and back it into the garage. It eliminated friction. Now I don't have to load in the morning and I don't have to unload at night. Friction gone. It's amazing what can happen. And now I get going early. Well, I don't really get going earlier in the morning. I could, but I spend way too long, like in my devotional time. And so I, it's a whole thing. I got to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to get my, my desired devotional time in. And then I can get out and get to work on time. So, which I don't do, which I'm going to try to do this year. Okay. This is part of my friction, right? Got to get up early to eliminate some of that friction. But what I'm saying here is that sometimes adverse events like getting a ticket for parking in your yard can lead to a good thing and, and you can eliminate that friction. So now that I came up with this idea of putting a roll of paper towels out there so that, and a trash can, so it's right there, it's ready, I can check the oil and, and go. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on that tomorrow, actually, is setting up this thing, whatever it might be, so that it's right there. It's right there. I don't have to 
go anywhere else. I don't have to go back into the house. Nothing. It's all right there. I want to eliminate friction. Another thing that I want to do to eliminate some friction and what I, I did do, and I, I'm going to talk about this. I'm, I'm making a YouTube video right now where this happened. And you might've seen the short that's out on YouTube right now. I bought a set of Jungle Gym trimmer racks. Uh, they were four for four trimmers and they barely, barely fit out of my garage. Again, another problem with the trailer. And the other day I was working on the trailer. I had to uh, take some of my equipment off the trailer to attach my blower rack on the new trailer that I bought on the front of the trailer again. And so I, I was like, I was in a hurry. I wanted to get this done. And what happened is I forgot to push up the garage door all the way. You can see where I'm going with this. I pull that, that uh, trailer out. My trimmers are on the racks. So I was thank, thankful for this, but I, I pulled the trim the trailer out of the racks, and all of a sudden I look in my rear view mirror, and I see those trailer racks, and they are bent back. I mean, I destroyed these trailer racks, these trimmer racks. And so uh, thankfully my trimmers weren't destroyed. I didn't break any shafts or bend any shafts or anything. But I'm telling you what, that was a friction point for me. And I had a friction point before that because I only had a two-place trimmer rack before that. So I bought the four-place because I have an, uh, a battery-powered trimmer that I want to take with me. And my son works with me a lot in the summer. And so I wanted to be able to put his trimmer on the rack. I was trying to eliminate some friction to get his trimmer out of the back of the truck to eliminate some friction for him so he moves faster and, and put it on the trailer. But I destroyed it. And I didn't think that the four-place trimmer rack was going to be too tall. So I, I, I accidentally destroyed the four-place trimmer rack. It's a blessing in disguise because I decided, all right, I'm going to eliminate the four-place trimmer rack. I'm going to go to a three-place trimmer rack, even though there's pain there because I had to spend extra money. Now I've spent like almost 400 bucks on trimmer racks this year. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it, there's pain with it, but it's fixing a problem. And it's, it's eventually, if I don't destroy them again, is going to eliminate friction in my business. We have to look at this stuff and we have to look at it now so that we're ready for the season. And that's why I'm talking about this now is eliminating the friction in your business now so that things run smoother because we're, we're still in the off season here in Michigan. Maybe you've started working now, but we're still in the off season. We're still getting snow. So it's, it's good to think about this stuff now. And over the years, I've done little things to increase the, the productivity and decrease the friction. And so that's what I want you guys to think about today is ways in which you can eliminate that friction to make things run smoother. Maybe you have friction with an employee or your entire employed staff. Maybe you have employees. I don't have employees other than my son. And, you know, I can eliminate the friction pretty easily there but you might have friction with employees maybe they're showing up late 
Maybe they're not coming in on time. You've got issues with that. Figure out a way to eliminate that friction. Just like Mike Andes with, with his business, he went to a, I call it piece rate, all right? Because I used to work in a construction like factory type thing and we worked on piece rate. So that eliminated that friction in a lot of ways because the employees he's getting, they want that extra money. They want to work for that money. They will do what it takes. They will show up on time. They will show up early so that they can get out there and make that money. Same thing with the construction business. Everyone showed up on time and we worked late some days because we wanted that piece rate money. So that eliminated that friction in his business at that point. Now, with a bigger business, you're going to have lots of points of friction and you're going to have fires start and then you're going to have to put out the fires. You know, we always talk about putting out fires in business. That's, that's where fires come from. It's because you it started with friction. You just had a friction point there. So now you're putting out the fire and now you got to fix that friction point. If you don't, you're going to have another fire. And so that's what I've been doing this winter is trying to eliminate those friction points. And I had a few on the back end of my business that I needed to eliminate. And some of my customers did not like that. Uh, one friction point was I was not making enough money to survive. If I didn't raise my prices this year, by the end of this year, I would be breaking even simply breaking even no profit, or I would be in the hole because that's where I was at. I raised my prices last year by 10% and I only made about a $4,000 profit this year or last year. That's not enough profit to run a business. It's not. So I had to raise my rates again by 20% this year so that I can make more than that that 4% profit or whatever it was. So you have to think like that. And, and I pushed people towards that 12 month contract because I needed to eliminate that friction in bill in the billing process. And people did not like that. My clients did not appreciate that very well. I mean, they took it okay, most of them, but I had a few that pushed back on that and were like, this is too much change. I, I don't like this. I don't like changing. I, I like things the way they are. But I just said, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I have to run my business so that it runs efficient, efficiently. And I have to change these things or else I cannot continue in business. Things have to change. Prices go up. If you look at your phone bill, your price typically goes up every year. If you rent, typically your rent goes up every year, right? Your gas bill typically goes up every year. Your electric bill typically goes up every year. Your taxes typically go up every year. Why is it that all these other things can go up McDonald's can charge $5 more for a, for a happy meal, but I'm not allowed to charge $4 more for taking 45 minutes out of my day and mowing your grass. Why is that? Why is that an issue? Why, why do people look at lawn care 
in a different light than they do McDonald's or Burger King or the gas station or a restaurant or, or a lumber yard? Why, why are we looked at differently? We are an industry and we got, we've got to consider ourselves as part of the green industry. We're not the lawn guy. We are part of the green industry. We are part of an industry, a large industry that makes billions of dollars a year. And we need to treat ourselves as if we are a part of this large industry, the larger industry, the green industry. So that's what I was doing this year. And I'm trying to eliminate those friction points so that fires don't start for me. It might be perfectly fine for the clients, but for me, my business is imploding if I don't take care of this stuff. And so that's what I'm trying to tell you guys today is that when you don't look for these, these points of friction in your business, when you don't look for these things, when you don't look and examine your business every single year or every month or every quarter, you could miss these friction points and you're going to start having fires and you're going to have to put those fires out or your business will be incinerated. And so that's what I'm, I'm passionate about, especially with this episode, just thinking through as I'm talking to you about, about the friction points in your business. And there's, I have friction points in my life. You've got friction points in your life. We've all got friction points and we need to look at them strategically. And maybe instead of doing all of them at once, like I tried to do this year, because I've just put them off for so long is do one, one every once in a while, do one a month, change something once a month to reduce the friction in your business, you will be surprised at how much, how much you enjoy your business, how much more you enjoy your business when you get rid of those friction points. Because I'm already enjoying my business more because I'm eliminating some of those friction points that I, that I just hated. I hated that billing aspect. I, I hated the, the trimmer situation on my trailer. It, it's just a pain in the butt. When you eliminate those things, you stop, you reverse those negative thoughts about that particular thing. And now it, it becomes a joy to do it rather than a, than a chore because you've eliminated the friction. It's not rubbing you the wrong way. You know, you're flowing with the river now, instead of trying to go upstream, you're going with the stream and it just works so much better. So guys, Please look for those friction points in your business before you start the before you start the season. We're going into the spring rush. We do not need more friction than we already have in the spring rush. So do your best. Guys, thanks for listening. I really hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that this got you thinking. I hope that you go and find those friction points in your business. Eliminate them. Comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Comment down below on what you have done to eliminate friction points. What friction points you found in your business and what you're going to do or have done to fix them. I would love to hear it. And so many other people that are watching this video would love to know that as well because it just opens up what we can look for in our own businesses. 
All right, guys, thanks for watching, and I will see you in the next episode.